0: There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me. Don't look at them. They're about to drive. I fired point blank.
1: Watch this.
2: Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown, but the bonus episode, which is where we talk about a non-anime, where we talk about the ghost of Sean Connery taking on a group of Avengers to go fight Nazis in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and today... It was a great honor that I present Jay, Ethan, and possibly the producer every now and again to talk about one of the world's finest movies when it comes to something so bad. It's so entertaining and so fun so and good. legitimately good in some parts. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited that we watch this again. Well, I mean, I watched. And he took it a
3: picture of the technology, and it was just a couple of pipes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said, like, "You took your technology, the magnum phosphorus, I also, Nemo's
3: technology." We're, we're going
2: to get into all of this, but that when he puts the go bag together of like all the bad things, he's like, "And we have a couple of examples of invisible skin." I went, "What do you mean you have examples of invisible skin?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> he actually lied about that one. <laughs>
2: uh, anyway, how you guys doing? You excited to talk about this movie?
0: I'm in a great mood. I watch something good for a change, and I, I'm just uplifted. My spirit is full. Uh, and also, if I say anything bad, I'm worried that Sean might, you know, come back from the fucking grave and kill Tom me. Tom Sawyer
3: is my favorite isekai protagonist. <laughs> I I need a whole show of Tom Sawyer, please.
2: Uh, oh, by the way, so I found this out, like, accidentally and before we decided to watch this. but So the, the guy that Sean Connery character plays... Um, Oh, my God. I can't even think of his name right now because I'm too hyped up about this movie. Uh, Who does Sean Connery play, the main character? Oh, Alan Quartermain. Alan Quartermain. So there's, like, a whole, like, you know, English series on him. And my buddy had, like, watched the Alan Quartermain, the Solomon's Minds, the movie. And, like, he was like, oh, yeah, that's, like... That's like such a good movie, and he like he kept pronouncing the name wrong. He's like, Alan, he's like, you know, Quintermain or something. I finally looked at the title. I was like, you mean Alan Quatermain He's like, what do you mean? You know, this guy. I was like, yeah, but only because. Sean Connery plays him in a completely irrelevant movie. That's why I know who Alan Quartermain is. How dare you? So it was very funny. Yeah, he's
0: like completely unrelated, <laughs> yeah. but you're
2: like, yeah, this all is of, great. All I'm of them a good are time. unrelated, and that's what yeah. makes it so he, he's good. He's just an
3: English, he, he's somehow simultaneously more English and more racist like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. He's English Indiana Jones. That's what well, he Well, except he's not yeah, racist yeah. because
2: he even says, I've lost a lot is, of friends, yeah. black and white. And, well, uh, I think they tried portraying now. him as
0: not racist, but that was the best they could do. Yeah, they, okay, that's true.
2: <laughs> I've
3: had a lot of ex-wives, yeah. black and white. He was, he was yeah. definitely. <laughs> like, he oh. came off
2: as way more sexist than racist, but they definitely oh my don't God, know so how, to, how to not do not racism. You know. Uh, but anyway,
0: I mean, he's British. It's the it's the best he can do.
2: You
3: know? <laughs> Actually, I think <laughs> Sean I Connery improved all those lines. Probably. <laughs> I mean, he was that a, would not So, for any me. of
2: you out there who don't know, this was Sean Connery's last live action role. Uh, he only had one more voice acting role in some random uh stupid uh, animated movie. Uh and then he died a couple years ago. Three years ago, I think, to the day or something. Is that what we're on? I forgot. Yeah, he
3: died on no not November day one. I didn't know this was his last like live action though. Yeah. I, I I thought yeah, it was he the rock. went movies after
0: that.
2: Now, no, the oh, Rock is well yeah. before this movie. Yeah, the Rock was oh, well really? before. Oh, Jesus, yeah. you idiot. I don't know he died. No, died I have ha- his he shit died on memorized in twenty twenty. So yesterday when I watched this Halloween 2020. Hell yeah. Did
3: covid. So Wait, that's nuts. The, so, I, so is the prospect of having to do no nut November that yeah. killed took. He's like, I'm 90 years old. I can't do this again.
2: I've I'm lost a lot breaks. of lovers to my no nut November. They killed themselves. <laughs> Okay. The shock. load I blow
3: on Thanksgiving <laughs> has been epic and devastating. I never
2: make it through, but boy, do I fill that turkey. <laughs>
0: they just say,
2: I need more gravy. And I always am prepared. Uh, I can't do his accent. Shut up. It's okay, buddy. Um, but yeah, hold on. What was his last? Just imagine
0: British Mike Tyson. Yeah, but he's not British. No, but Just whatever. imagine
2: that.
3: Anyway, you could imagine it racist though. against the Scottish. I don't know. Is he Scottish? Francis Ngannou won that fight. Damn it. Yeah. The only so, thing I'm I can put in a of, British accent.
0: Yes. I can only think of him as that Egyptian guy from years past where he's talking to a Scottish man and he says, haggis. Sounds disgusting, and he says it in this, like, you know, the Sean Connery, like, w- horribly, like, Scottish over oh, yeah, the top voice. The only way he says anything, the, the line yeah, that I
2: remember him saying and always will is uh, <laughs> L- Losers go home and cry, winners go and F the prom queen. That
3: was from Oh my <laughs> god, wizards, fuck the prom queen, wizards. Uh, anyway,
2: it was, it's called Sir Billy. It's a British computer animated adventure comedy film. It looks god awful. I don't ever want to watch it, um, but it has Sean Connery, Alan Cumming, Patrick Doyle, and Kieran Elliott. Oh, it's set in the Scottish Highlands, so I guess he gets to play as Scott. So there you go. It was so, it was so bad <laughs> they
3: changed his name to Sean Leavings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean Connery in the Highlands.
2: Uh, <laughs> but anyway. I don't know. Where you guys want to start? I mean, you want to
3: talk through the plot, or you want to talk about we'll the start at the parts? beginning. So there's a man named James Moriarty, oh right? Oh, my God. It's so... Maybe this the, is why... If there is also, a by the way for the watching, whole pod.
2: Watching this movie <laughs> makes me so angry that we did not watch <laughs> know, the James Moriarty. I am so frustrated with both it of had you. And
0: everyone.
2: I, I just cannot <laughs> believe that we were like, look, it's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the thing. No, let's choose Gene of AI. We're so... Pseudo-intellectual We love it here And it turned we out do. To be hot garbage And then we watched Leave it short And gentlemen You guys are like, like yeah, Oh this is so the, good <laughs> If <laughs> it wasn't for picking
3: you. it If it wasn't for picking it Would we have heard About Wabi Sabi uh, Yes We point. heard
2: about Wabi Sabi Before that We didn't we, Did it was, we? Yeah it was It was that episode oh, wait, shit, I think, I it, was think it was even The episode, was episode we were six? choosing it I think yeah. you're right It was not the final <laughs> episode You just brought it back up And well, it was as fun I had a good
3: reason To pick
2: it I hate your guts so much
3: are you yeah. saying that you're filled with some sort of general? Uh, you guys are like the Drake meme, sadness? where it's
2: like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, animated version.
0: Oh, get that away from me. I mean, we definitely made the right decision. Still, I'll uh, stand by that. Like, are you sad at a the permanence of better. Sean
3: Connery's right, uh, bigoted nation? Uh,
0: just, <laughs> I I just need to know for sure that the last wife beater was Sean Connery, and then I can mourn all wife beaters in the way that he JW understands wabi sabi.
3: I'm sorry, but they still sell them at Target. <laughs> oh, yeah, never mind. The
0: legacy continues on. You can now even buy
3: Kanye's white. official wife beater for like $160. Oh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I Wait, have nothing better to do with my money. And dirty sock.
1: Ew.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: <sighs> anyway, so go ahead, so Jay. Saying... Is
0: gravy? It's gravy.
3: What I was saying is that we start at the beginning. Yeah. With Professor James Sir... Moriarty, the third Esquire, Mm -hmm. who has, and this is true, used his extreme knowledge to kidnap all the world's greatest scientists so that they Uh could make a tank that will be invented (laughs) in less than 20 years. (laughs) Actually, a much better version of that tank, but yes. Well, better and worse in a way, because it actually did still have riveted armor. Better in the sense that it didn't it works. drive three feet, get stuck on a stump, yeah. and then you know become a worthless also, gravestone.
0: It, it has the cannon that has the retractable. I don't even. It's not retractable. What is that thing? Like, what do you oh, call oh, no, that the, apparatus?
3: Uh, uh, a foreskin It is yeah, like basically, a foreskin. but yeah. but like for a gun. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> well, yeah, I forget for what fo- it's called foreskin, too. Yeah. But it, like the reverse spring effect. Honestly, that's not actually that rare. That, That's I nothing. Think that is no, absolutely not. Tanks. That
0: thing is nothing. That doesn't exist anywhere. What are you talking about?
3: Wait, what? The thi- uh, uh,
0: that thing that rotates the entire way back to the, the round side of the tank.
3: Oh, oh, that thing. That thing I thought you were talking about the barrel belt. of the gun. Yeah, no, no that's no, 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 dumb as barrel, shit. Yeah, I don't know whatever, what the fuck yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah that's what, what
0: that I was is. talking about. That thing was like, whoop, 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 and like skated away from the front <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. tank. No but fucking also, shot in hell, but whatever. It was also structurally solid
3: enough that it could run through buildings. Like, <laughs> I don't believe you. It's always funny when people don't appreciate, like, what a tank is for. Like, there are modern tanks you wouldn't want to drive through a building. Yeah, definitely. There's sensitive equipment on there. Like, I don't want it. I don't want a bunch of bricks falling on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just was watching. Yeah, this, it's like, a useless skill is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, can you do it? E- yeah, probably. Maybe. Like, Why would I want to? Don't. <laughs> also, if you succeed in getting through it. Now you're going to have shit falling on you, and maybe you can't move. So like, Even I, in Texas, right. when
3: they were trying to murder all those cultists, they put a big stick on the end of it. They, what? Just like a stick?
0: What no, is the this? Big what metal, the big metal, the big thing
3: that takes down the wall. Yeah, what are we talking about? The cult in Texas. That, I'm um, sure that shit. narrows it down. It's Texas. Well, no, but the the really, really super famous one, the James something whatever cult that drank all the... James r- Moriarty? Drank all the no they drank all the cyanide kool-aid oh um yeah okay. make, no, that is
0: not the same those are two different yeah you're right those are the them. same different words What's <laughs> yeah, the one him? that
3: everyone knows i'm it's looking it up him. relax that's what i thought i've officially sucked the knowledge out of the room it was it's waco it was first of it's waco not dallas yeah sorry waco texas is the one that i'm talking about where and the waco fbi Mundo went in
2: waco is in bleach And it's the only
3: time I've ever seen like an a a tank slash APC attach a battering ram to the end just to push down a wall. Damn, David David Koresh on Mount Carmel,
0: the Waco siege.
3: Did they like the Branch
0: Davidians?
3: There's no way you haven't heard of Waco, Texas. I've heard of Waco. First, I don't know the rest well, of that shit. First
2: of all, the only tank that matters yeah. is... Well, you don't watch True Crime on Netflix, is, bitch, that is, is the Killdozer. That's the only tank yeah, that matters true. in my the book. The what now? The, the Killdozer is a force for justice, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, true. That's why it's the only one that matters. You ever I hear that? That's legit. Ethan, did you
0: ever hear the Killdozer? Ethan, you know Killdozer. I think I know about this. That's Didn't the... he, like...
3: Build this thing to, yeah, out of a bulldozer
2: like do... with uh, layers of steel and concrete. <laughs> and he just demolished something the town like hall. they were going to
3: take his house for eminent domain to build like a fucking highway bypass or something. And they, they kind of screwed him on it. So he just decided he was going to take that bulldozer out and just drive through every single state office that existed in his fucking town and then shoot himself. Damn. He's I a kinda, fucking American hero.
0: I, I was going to say, I think this guy might be a hero. This is legit. I have heard of this. I just like blanked it we have video of it oh hell yeah okay hey you guys keep talking i'm just gonna mute for a little bit i gotta watch i mean you. this is
3: big
2: news when it happened
0: yeah i mean in the 70s like we if alive you hear
3: weird slapping noises it's just because of how much he appreciates the the grandeur oh wait no it's 2004 holy shit damn we were like alive for this
2: uh-huh Yeah, this was post 9-11 so you know he took it serious
3: yeah the this department like of the... homeland security existed and still couldn't stop him this is like that one he like guy. Went that, out to, I mean, he
2: went out to Cali to get this thing. I was just reading for like sixteen grand, and it turns out it was because of like they sued him over like sewage disputes, and like he had to like install something and he didn't, and they sued him and won, and he got mad. But like they were in the wrong. I can't I, I just like reading it, but yeah, basically he was like he was in the right, and they were being douchebags about everything. So he said fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they find him. Do for, not
3: comply. Because
2: they it's sort of like an HOA was like, hey, you have to have the sewer hook up you. Yeah, and he's like, No, I don't Everything's working fine. He's like, Yes, you do. And he was like, Well,
0: I'll show you what happens when you make me. It's called Killdozer. Anyway. I just I, I'm I'm reading this guy's Wikipedia, and like you can tell whoever wrote this just must be some kind of fucking schmuck. Because it's you know, John Baldry, a friend of He Myers. Said that he was a likable person. He Meyer's brother Ken stated that he would bend over backwards for anyone. Oh, and they, however, they also like. While many people, unless they fuck with his oh, sewer pipes, yeah, exactly. And
2: they also they like built something on his land that blocked access to his shop, and like they just basically it sounds like they just kept screwing him over. And he was like, "Guys, listen, three strikes and I'm building a kill dozer." And they, they were like, <laughs> "All right, we'll
3: call that three bluff. strikes and you're out." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I kind of respect this guy. The only like, he he went on a, the the rampage was a law. Oh yeah. he took down a number of buildings. Yeah, they were building a concrete
2: batch plant, and they like screwed him over on his land and like his access to the road. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, The eminent domain. part. yeah. You're right. right. Okay, there it is. And then they then they just kept pushing him with like this sewer hookup access. Oh my god, this is so great. The town he, it, was he, fucking
3: he, bending him over the yeah, barrel. It started at he he 15 p.m. and I want to see. Well, all I'm saying is that Professor James Moriarty <laughs> could have used some of his knowledge to create his own Killdozer rather than the shitty World War One tank they actually had. And yeah. just like in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Mr. Killdozer drove it through a building, realized that it didn't really do all that much. And, well, in this case, he kept going until he got stuck. But it took a while. Damn, I'm just so sad this guy killed himself. Like, uh, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Like, I mean, he would have, like, gone away for a little bit, but, like, he this guy would have got out, and, and I feel like he could have been a good if ally. If the Killdozer had lasted, which I think is great. Oh, no, I'm watching him pull into this hardware store. This is where anyway. do
3: that hardware store, kids, oh, blasted.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, he goes right through uh, it. This is so <laughs> satisfying to watch. Like, it's he just has so much mass that he could just, like, walk up and go poop
3: <laughs> and, then, and then, like, a wall falls over. They bring out the guns, and they're just like, fuck, man, what yeah, do like, I do? <laughs> Oh, they man, had to literally yeah, use explosives
2: stuck. to get the hatch on the door open. Uh anyway, Damn. so League of Destroyers, Gentlemen.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we I don't like can too we too talk much. about Marvin Heemeyer? No, we just did. Get out of uh, here. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I so, actually yeah. really like League, so who cares?
3: Anyway, so uh Professor James Moriarty, the smartest man in the world, is on a quest, and he's ironically on a very similar quest to the one that he's in in Game of Shadows, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. I did Uh, not. But in the the second uh, Sherlock Holmes movie directed by uh, something Richie, Guy Richie. The best movie ever. Yeah, the best movie of all time, where no deus ex mocking has happened at all. Correct. Yes. None. Zero. Because all planned. All according to Keikaku. All planned. So um, uh, in that movie, uh, Game of Shadows, the best movie of all time. Uh, James Moriarty is says that he's not even trying to start World War One; He's just waiting to profit off of it, and that's pretty much the exact same thing that Moriarty in this movie is doing, except he's just doing a little bit more to actually start World War One and sell uh, superpowers to Germany so that they uh, win super hard. That's his plan. So same plot. yeah. That pretty is much definitely... exactly the same, aside from selling superpowers, and they were only going to be for, you know, like... For really important, like, special forces people. So it's not exactly a tide turn. I get that, like, his his goal in this is to, like, do that. But if he had just
2: invented, like, a weapon, none of this would have... He would have just succeeded, Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what's funny about it, is that all of the things he makes suck. Yeah, if he had just sold actual, like, getting Nemo's Nautilus plans, if you were able to trick doing that and maybe just sell those, great, you've, like, succeeded. The fact that you brought together the people that you wanted to steal stuff from, but are also the only people that could stop you, and they're only together because you brought them together, just shows that he didn't really have a lot of hindsight, or a lot of foresight. He's just like, I gotta make as much money as I can, so I need all of these powers. Dude, just
3: make a cooler gun, and you would have started World War One. Easy. Done. Well, it's also kind of ironic that this is also the same plot of Wild Wild West featuring Will Smith. Yeah. Because <laughs> they kidnap all the world's scientists oh, yeah. to what make the, the world's greatest weapon, and what they make sucks total yes.
2: ass. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, it's just this weird thing where, like, during this time period, people really thought that, like, Wunderwaffe, like these weird, crazy inventions that were going to turn the tide of war were the idea. And, like, that shit never worked because the thing is that even if you do manage to make the world's greatest weapon, it can't, you can't make too many of them. Like, you can't just force industrial progress because then you have to make a lot of them and you can't make a lot of them quickly, no matter how good it might be. So, like, they had this factory making invisible people and a couple of hulks and, you know, like potentially vampires, though we never actually saw anybody who was a Vampire, no, by the way. No, we didn't. She didn't get closure.
2: They, they right? didn't know. No. They didn't
3: figure out how to reverse engineer <laughs> yeah. that one. They were
2: like, we tried our hardest with the blood. But wait, what does he say? I'm going to have to look it up. What does he say is in the go bag at the end? Well, I... he
3: says he has everything. He has Mina's blood, a.k.a. Vampirism, right. but they never well, give it to right, anybody. exactly.
2: Okay, so he says he has it, but... He really does He ha- He a, does have it. it. It's just a vial of blood. It's just yeah, his blood. The,
3: the, <laughs> the world's greatest scientists just threw their hands up on that yeah. one. Just, just like the reason why... Um, uh, What's his face was the traitor was because they couldn't exactly massively produce portraits that steal people's souls. So like <laughs> yeah. you can't fucking do anything with that guy.
1: <laughs>
3: you can't you can't take American attitude and gumption and bottle it. So you're not gonna fucking steal anything <laughs> from Tom fucking Sawyer. <laughs> Alan Quartermain just has an alcoholism yeah. and misogyny <laughs> yeah, problem. So what did they really That's take? already there. They already got they that.
2: Took Nemo's idea for a boat, even though they just said it was magnesium phosphate. They took Mina's blood and they have some well, invisible phosphate. No, no, wait, skin. wait. The
0: phosphate, the phosphate was because they had to take a picture of the the stuff on the boat. That's why the phosphate was there. Because oh, that's what happens that's when you so take like, an dumb. old time picture.
3: Jeez Louise. That's. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. like that's what happens when you take an old timey picture, but not when you dump yeah. the entire thing onto the ground because that was a lot yeah, of powder. Yeah, yeah. Look, of of <laughs> <boxing.
0: laughs> I mean, sure, yes, but that's not. I'm just saying that's not the technology. Was the powder?
2: It was a dark room. It needed to be bright. It's so
0: ridiculous. Really, and really bright. Like, and like, Ignore the windows at the front. Oh, uh, but yeah, So,
2: so invisible skin, some blood. And, uh, I yeah, what? that's
3: it. You know, some beast formula. Yay. You forgot about the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk formula. You can turn into Mr. Hyde and theoretically kill your own men.
1: <laughs> also,
3: best case scenario, you have full, like, cognitive faculties. You're just a big target to get shot. Yep. Yeah. Because there's no reason that like shooting that thing wouldn't kill it.
2: No, that's why he had to stand back while all of Nemo's guards got gunned and getting down. A fist fight, yeah. And went, <laughs> yeah. Oh right, I should get a shield because I'll die just as easy as these idiots. Uh, oh my god! Wait, what was the what was the scene in that that made me think that? I don't remember. Well, we'll come across it. I imagine it was keep talking. But anyway, keep going, Jay.
3: Well, I. Anyway, so his plan is to reverse Operation Paperclip and forcibly steal scientists rather than just buy them. And um, yeah, the, it, as a result, he, he needs something to sell the Germans. So rather than just kidnap all the scientists and be done with it, and nobody would have noticed, he also decides that he's going to assemble a team of the world's greatest freaks and geeks so that he can theoretically steal their abilities and give it to the Germans, but also send them on a wild goose chase that you conveniently reveal is a goose chase uh, halfway through. I mean, this so, shit is literally the plot of the Avengers,
0: and I know that like Mike made that joke earlier, but it straight up is.
3: Yeah, except like that if you've, if
0: you've seen the Avengers, Iron Man isn't a
3: good guy in this.
0: Fine, but like, whenever Loki steals all those scientists at the beginning of the Avengers and like puts them off in his little like area, oh uh, yeah. Know, like I mean, it's it, it, he does that. I he always also, forgot he does that. Yeah, he's, yeah. Because I, I, it's I like, always Why does it this always too. happen? Well, he's poor scientist. I don't even remember what he was
2: after. Those no. are just he like, like Scientists go, and it's like, did you get the right oh, fields of science? Like, what are you? Are you just grabbing a biologist and telling him to make a gun? Like,
0: what exactly? What scientists <laughs> are you taking? This isn't my right uh, field, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're gonna need to figure it out. Otherwise, I will kill you and your family. <laughs> well, that's nice, but like, do we have six years for me to go back to school? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, my. it straight up just is because like there's the science, uh, you know, all the scientists are stolen to make some kind of technology, and the technology will help like win this war. I guess the only difference is that like the the actual like finale is using of that science to bring the war to earth in Avengers, whereas the using of that science. Well, no, I guess it still happens. Because like still the they point. still have yeah, to no. fight like an invisible yeah. guy. Yep. They have to fight the, the, the hulky dude. Who says you know? i Skinner? <laughs> yeah, also, he had to have the same accent. You're know, like, <laughs> what, is it important that he's British? Oh, just, like just I, the same
2: actor, that's why. <laughs> it
0: probably is, yeah. Oh, my Straight God. Straight up just is Skinner. Like, they just literally cloned Skinner, his entire opinion. He, just, he was on the wrong side of the tracks that morning, you know, so now he's just bad. He's just mean.
3: Oh, oh! Just to be clear, the CG in this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, it really it's good. Like, it's, it's actually pretty really goddamn oh, good. It, How old time. is this movie?
2: It like never looks 2000, bad. Two thousand twelve. Like, so it's eleven. That's years old. pretty
3: good. All facts considered, that's really good. Also, remember that. Like, I think the only CG effect that doesn't age well is. Um, as uh, the guy dying to his portrait at the end, oh, he yeah. gets a little, he yeah, gets a little smooth face. You
0: know, I, I didn't even mind
3: that one. Um, I, That's I really the only didn't. one that looks bad.
0: No, maybe I that think and
3: that... Mina turning into. Uh, uh, <laughs> vampire bats a couple times
0: doesn't look Mina so looked a little weird. They, I think well, they also, did try to
3: hard cut like through those scenes. You know, like they did. A, they, did. they knew
2: what they were doing. They really wanted to like show you that's what she was doing, but also not show you it for too long because they just did not think they could pull it off.
0: Which I respect. also did. You say did you say two thousand and twelve? This came out in two thousand three. Oh, three. So, Why did I think? Oh, I'm
2: sorry. I thought of. Is uh, what you thought you started to say? Uh, no, I thought. Um, his last what was his last? I don't know what I thought. Hold on, I think it I think matter. the last I mean, movie he did. Yeah, it wasn't. Sorry, I was thinking of Sir Billy. No lie, because that's it was his last voice role. So that's the last thing I saw. You're right. It's 2003. It's 20 years old.
0: It looks good for 2003. <coughs> that looks yeah. really good. I mean, like I'm I'm almost curious, to, like what else is contemporary in that year? You know, to like just compare it. But like, it looked good. I mean, there again, there are pieces that look a little weird, like the transformation scenes on Hyde. I think they're stylistic, so it works. But it is a little fucking weird at times You know um, The shaky cam Like the choices were definitely more like the odds, You know There was heavy amounts of shaky cam at times And I was like Jesus Christ Just settle down But but yeah the CGI I mean It was good All facts considered Oh you know who uh, was actually weird looking Was the, the other Hulk The like bad Hulk He looked fucking weird He looked like a t- PlayStation. He looked character. weird But he was supposed to I think
2: Two thousand three, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, Matrix
0: Reloaded, oh, and Finding Nemo were the top three. Oh no! Okay, wait. Maybe the CGI. Hey yo! Right. Hold, well, on. Well, okay, Matrix hold on. Reloaded, the Matrix buddy. didn't look yeah. so good. The Matrix Reloaded. No, did not but look good. they looked a lot better. And
2: also, hold let's, on. You can't count. Pirates you can't of the Caribbean, Finding Nemo. I'm sorry, that's fully. And what what it, pirates the skeletons was like the CG for the most part? Well, there's not a lot of CG. There's not a lot no, of CG but the pirates,
0: and, pirates, the pirates and skeleton. or Damn it, the skeletons and pirates. Okay, look really well, good. Point Terminator is Terminator Three. That era
3: more or less holds up. It all holds up. Yeah, Also, it's because Industrial Light and Magic was still doing their jobs, and people were still getting good CGI effects while paying people a livable wage. So you know, it's it was it was a better time back then if you knew how to make funny computer pictures.
2: That's fair.
0: Yeah. No, I'm we all okay miss the good
3: old days. I mean, especially when you know that the first Hulk came out in two
0: thousand three.
3: Yeah uh, the the what's his face one Edward Norton one? Edward Norton yeah think it's him Edward Horton Here, here's a who Edward Horton here's <laughs> yeah. a, a a bad <laughs> fucking something. contract pitch God the Tomb Raider came out then yeah Angelina
2: yeah. Jolie yeah. remember yeah. when uh, she's got the robot dude, that she fights so in it's her okay. basement Yeah so let's remember the robot good.
3: she fights the robot. Uh. X hey, uh, two came out Just in case anyone then? was
2: confused, we're talking about Marvel's Avengers, not the Avengers starring Sean Connery.
3: Right, right. Or the the Untouchables featuring Sean Connery. Right. Yeah, we're not talking. Which about is guys. kind of like an Avengers squad of fifties. Uh, boys.
0: Okay, but see, here's the one where I push back a little because Lord of the Rings: Return of the King came out in 2003. Right? Yeah, but uh, has for- virtually no CGI. Yeah. It absolutely, absolutely has CGI in a lot As of it. some, but like the it's entire mostly last practical fight effects. was
3: CGI. Okay, great. Yeah, but one. What do you mean one great? One fight that's in it? a three and a half hour a film. Lot. It's a three. It's like more like six hours. Yeah, like, you do the director's the guy. The amount no, of like CGI four. work that was put into that last fight was probably sure way, was way, way, very... way more than what the League no. of Uncharted Gentlemen had. Are you kidding no. me? Okay. No, just the scene where he splashes water on his face and turns partially invisible is, is a fucking CGI nightmare. I, I should say next the, to the copy shot, and pasting 20 extras over and over again. The shot where
0: he is putting paint on his face and he turns around is like is really actually good. Genius. Yeah. Th- that the the fact that really you can good. see the back of the paint, that's fucking tough. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Yeah, I don't even I, know how you do that. I know that uh, corridor digital or not, uh, well the corridor crew they review that scene. I can't remember what they said, but they all of them saw it and they were like, "Wait, hold on, it's 2003. What the fuck?" Like, yeah, they were do? like, "I
3: don't, I don't even really know how I would do this now." Yeah,
0: and <laughs> Other they have than everything at their up disposal,
3: right? Yeah. Anyway, so I, yeah. No one cares about, about, about CG. What we're really here to talk yeah, we don't about care. is the characters and the story. <laughs> I'm making the Italian hand with my hand. We're <laughs> okay. here to talk about the story. He's allowed to do that, everyone. Inglorious Benicio. Yeah, if anyone's,
2: if anyone's, allo- if anyone's allowed tail. to do Italian movements, it's Jay. He's the most Italian yes, here. Yes, my last name right.
3: has two T's and an yes. I. It's the feminine <laughs> it's ending. It's <spaghetti>. Oh, oh. <laughs> my name means little fist, but it's got the. It's got the. Uh, well, it, it just means fister. or. <laughs> it, it's, it's like well, is, the, is the is the is the root for <laughs> He's for punch. My and then Nettie is kind of like a, kind of like a. You're the doer of the pu- of the fist, so I'm a fister. And then it's got the feminine ending, so I I, I don't know if that I means I fist women or if it means I have a feminine fist. It's uh, it's, hey, a, it's a hard diagnosis. J-W. Female.
2: It's, it's J.W. He's the woman fister. He takes care of problems with the Open ladies. salami.
3: Oh, my fisto. It's, it's tough stupid. out there, all right? Some people some people to call us to have- stupid. Some people on yes. the Ellis Island they get a name like Smith where they make things and I get girl fisted. <laughs> hey, you make something.
2: No, well you see back in back in, you know, uh older Lady days, hands you would get the name of the job you had and it just turns out your family <laughs> fisted a lot of ladies.
3: <laughs> Does that mean I'm at least a oh, pimp God. or something, or yeah, is it some you know kind of serial the killer? Yeah, you you got
2: the Smiths, you got the Tanners, you got the Lady Fisters, you got the the, <laughs> <laughs> the what, what was that last one there? Huh? Plural uh, <laughs> Tanners, <laughs> I think is what I said. <laughs> multiple
0: fists, multiple ladies.
2: <laughs> yeah, they can do it all.
0: There's a reason why I was born with two hands. Oh, brother! No, all uh, of the above. Oh my anyway. God! Well, *Spike so, Kids uh, 3 came out in 2003 as well. Yeah, so that's great.
3: Anyway, so uh, <laughs> uh, plot. What we have to talk about now is how the most important aspect of *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen* is how it bastardizes Western literature in the most hilariously bad games of all, uh, ways of all time. So, like, for example, um, Mina, as many of you probably know, is the wife of Dracula in Bram Stoker's *Dracula*. And she has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Right, but here I don't mean to disrespect her as a character. But here's uh, the, but she's a woman in Victorian England.
2: But here's also here's also the thing with that though, Jade. They describe her as Mina Harker. Someone that, with her husband and she says it herself, and Van Helsing, fought Dracula. So it, is this the same Mina? That's what I'm trying to, to find. You no, know, it has it is, to be. Yeah. There's
3: only one person named Mina in Dracula. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm trying And it's guessing, his but... fucking girlfriend. Now she could be, be being very, very like loose yeah. with the term fought Yeah, with. so that, okay, fine. So then that's what she's but trying to do. The yeah. more important thing is that Dracula never makes her a vampire because in Bram Stoker's Dracula, you don't just become a vampire. You're a literal minion of Satan. Oh,
2: yeah, no, it is. She is literally Wilhelmina Harker, the fictional character in main female character. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so.
3: Yeah, and the thing go. is, is that in the original Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula gets his Dracula powers, one, by being a vicious warlord for, well, well for the orthodox Catholicism that existed before Catholicism. I don't even know what you want to call it. Byzantine orthodoxy? So he was with them, and he was fighting against Turks in the south. Or no, sorry, he was one of the—I the, think he was fighting against the Byzantine Orthodoxy. Either way, it doesn't really matter. More importantly, he's an awful, awful warlord man, and one day he says, fuck all this war, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, it, you can't fact-check it. It's made up by Bram Stoker. Well, you can fact-check it He made it that. the fuck up. The actual Vlad the Impaler is just a guy who owned a, a shitty fucking barony in Wallachia, oh, yeah. Transylvania. Yeah, first yeah. of all, And though, nobody
2: gives a shit. First of all, I want to let you know, I work with a Romanian. He Roman- spent most of his I w- life I work, under house arrest. I work with a Romanian now. And he actually told me all of the stories. There are a lot of Would stories a that a are true about friend? Vlad the Impaler, like how he got his name and stuff like that. But he's like, I don't know where these vampiric lords come from. He, literally, he looked at me one day, he's like... I was like, so they, where did Dracula come from? He's like, I Bram Stoker came over here and said, this guy's too scary to be real. And then made up vampires. I was <laughs> like, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? I he's actually like, kind of respect yeah, that. Like, he, he made this whole thing up. <laughs> like, Vlad the Impaler yeah. is a pretty decent, cool guy, like an interesting lore character. Bram was still unimpressed and just made vampires and made him well, Count Dracula. Yeah.
3: There's nothing to be impressed by. He he had skirmishes with the Byzantines, who were considered religious enemies. And he impaled religious enemies, yeah. which, frankly, is better than what you usually do with them, given the time period. So, like, he wasn't even particularly brutal. And, like I said, he spent most of his life, life under house arrest, because very quickly the Byzantines went over and kicked his fucking ass. And, again, as was customary in the period... You would arrest the leader, but let him kind of stay in his house. But he had to just, you know, like live there. Yeah. And uh, more importantly than this, uh, he gets really pissed at at God for forsaking him, for letting him uh, get beaten by the Byzantines. So he stabs across with his sword and it starts to bleed. And apparently this is all that it takes to get in contact with the devil these days. And um, he becomes an unholy minion of the devil so that he can fight Byzantines rather than Christians. So like he, he has a he has a very terse you know, band of allies and enemies. Technically speaking, he only has devil powers so he can kill people who aren't Christian, which at the time was considered, you know, a lesser of two evils, I guess, which allowed him to keep his barony. And then he just kept it forever. He lived in his bumfuck castle with his three questionably real vampire whores. And that's it. One day, a British Keanu Reeves with a terrible accent comes over and says, hey, what's going on? Meanwhile, Dracula's minding his own fucking business walking around Victorian London and sees a lady who looked like his dead wife. I guess. Starts hitting on her. They, she never becomes a vampire. So, like, I don't I don't understand. Why did they make Mina a vampire? I don't know either. She would literally be the only one in existence, according to Graham, Bram Stoker. And as, you, as we pointed out, he doesn't take her blood and make anything out of it. Because, as it turns out... You can't just take some of Mina's blood and get the deal with the devil back. But again, like technically speaking, at least according to Bram Stoker, the concept of making a new vampire wasn't really a thing. No, not in Bram Stoker's thing. I I mean, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula turns into a werewolf and fucks a lady, but like she doesn't even have a kid; she just dies. You know? Yeah. Fucked to death by a big furry. It's all in the book. She was an American hero. Along with the most ridiculous set of vampire powers you've ever heard of. I'm glad Mina didn't have most of them. Because (laughs) if she was walking around Venice and suddenly giant circles of fire started descending from the sky, marking the areas of buried treasure, I would would have gone out of the movie. (laughs) That's literally one one of Dracula's powers. That's wild. Also, that rose petals will light him on fire. I also didn't know that one. It's, it's a weird, there's a lot of weird powers he's got. He can crawl on the ceiling. Uh, we that already kind of knew that. But that's not because he can crawl on the ceiling. That's because the literal natural laws of the world don't apply in his presence. So, like, there's one scene where he, uh, in the Bram Stoker movie, where he goes into, a, like, a place where they're showing movies. And the second he walks in the, in the room, suddenly the movies start showing porn. Like that's like he changed the movie with his with his vampire powers. He has the power to make people sexy. -er. Or, I mean, hold on, that one. What a fucking power! (laughs) (laughs) Most of his powers involved shape shifting and fucking people, and locating buried treasure. Maybe he was just like, and constantly causing poor weather in Romania, which is apparently his fault. Yeah. Oh, true. Not an ecosystem issue. Yeah. No, even evidence that his three vampire whores who suck Keanu dry were even real. By the way, what? they might have just been an illusion. What about the ones that fought Hugh Jackman? Is it the same three? Yeah, those ones were real. In that in that movie, they okay. were. They. But they I, they I, I think were. in Bram Stoker that there really is only one vampire. He just has the ability to summon succubi from hell who also kind of have vampire powers, but they're not like vampire vampires, you know? And also like, they just get dropped from like, they, they murder Dracula and Dracula. Right. But they never go back and kill the other three vampire ladies. Yeah. They, they kind of ignore them as far as I remember. I want anyway. Hmm. So that's Mina. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> yeah, want to talk about it? a different Are character sure? in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Oh, I just want to let you, I just think it's weird that they put her in there. They give her yeah. some of Dracula's powers but not all, and she still tries to fuck people. But like, it, she kind of acts like she's not doing it on purpose. This like somehow being a vampire is, makes her accidentally hit. Oh, it. this is what every.
2: Th- I'm sorry. This is what had me thinking. What I brought up earlier, the whole. Oh God, now what were we talking about? Where I said something that has to do with the the skin on the outside being as tough as it wasn't the inside. What the heck were we talking about earlier? I don't know, but whatever we were talking about earlier... Tough on the outside, tough on the inside? Just rewind back, because I don't remember what it was, but what made me think of that was this, was where, um, and I'm sorry about this, but if I don't say it, I'll forget, is where Quartermain picks up the guy and impales him on the rhino tuff, the guy wearing the metal chest plate, and that rhino tusk comes through the metal plate from the underside, Mm, and it just made mm. me think, like... It would be oh, just as yeah. tough on the inside as is the outside, like the scene from Avengers where uh, Drax or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where Drax is like stabbing him from the inside. He's like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's it's not, soft on the it's inside. It's not softer on the inside. I I don't remember what we're talking <laughs> about in the beginning. I'll, well, I'll we go were back talking about
3: useless inventions.
2: Maybe that was it. But it was I think <laughs>
3: that's probably what it was. It's like he has all the world scientists invent a metal plate to put on your chest to stop bullets. <laughs> And it stops bullets, but it doesn't stop rhino horns. Yeah. So.
2: I just I just thought it was really funny that it was like, he was like, oh, I can't shoot through it from the outside. And then he impales him from the inside, and it comes all the way through his body and the steel. Like, enough yeah, momentum Yeah, it's not even close. And, yeah, and longness to stab through an entire man and then out the chest plate as well from the inside. Anyway. Yeah, just this
0: old man throwing another man also, up against a wall like so hard. The,
2: the powers of these individuals, like, are so spreading like they're like oh Nemo and Quartermain, they're regular people but we have to have folklore around them so like Quartermane in a moment's notice can just pick up a table a giant table with ease and slam it down on his enemy and so can Nemo and he can move really fast but then most of the time they're not doing any of that stuff they're just walking around like normal people <laughs> so it's just
0: a lot I of noticed fun. that too with the uh Nemo's like sailors if you guys noticed whenever like the whole of uh the shit where we're we? not Vatican. Help me out. Um, no, 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 no. The city. Oh, the city. Uh, uh,
2: not Venice. Is it Venice? No, it's uh Venice. Yeah, it yeah.
0: It Venice? was Venice. Yeah, it's Venice. So <laughs> the whole of Venice starts like collapsing, right? And they're all talking their way out of this problem. And if you look in the background, every single one of the sailors are all like hands up in front of them, just sort of turning like they're in the movie Home Alone. They're just like spinning back and <laughs> oh, yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is happening to these poor extras? Nemo like, what says are, we what stay, were they told we to stay. do? That, man got, like,
2: trying, that man. man got like six lines in the movie, and one of them was, if Nemo says we stay, we stay. Huh. Huh. The first mate, this is my first mate. Call me Ishmael. That was one of his lines. That was one of the lines he got to say. What a, what a lovely what a lovely he, he had to
0: say that and be like oh, Skinner's gonna have to answer for his crimes <clears throat> yeah. while he was so we, like,
3: sweeping the floor. <laughs> we established this before, I think, when we talked about *Leaving the extraordinary gentlemen. Captain Nemo is the character from uh twenty thousand Leagues Under the yes. Sea*, right? Yeah, forty thousand, whatever the number yeah, 20, is. Yeah, yeah, 20.
2: yeah.
3: forty <clears> thousand. <throat> Ishmael is from is from um, Ahab. Yeah, it's the holder they're they're tying
2: them both together. <laughs> They're,
3: but they're Captain related. Ahab obviously isn't in this, no. Because but, if he was, he would have been the baddest and coolest they bad make, guy they make ever.
2: Several references to it, though, because when they say that uh, they caught the white whale inside the Nautilus, when they yeah yeah, and they say he's like, "This is my first mate, call me Ishmael." Is like there... they're really trying to say, "Look, Nemo, yeah. Ahab, uh, It's like what? what?
3: No. But why are you making? Why that, are you yeah. making that reference? <laughs>
0: We're all in the same universe. Ugh. Like this is whenever people look at Tom Cruise and you're like, stop trying to make the dark universe happen. It's not going to happen. To be fair, meanwhile, Alan Moore from like fucking decades ago was like, nah, hold on, I got this to worry about it. Like also, yeah. poor Alan Moore, just like continuously getting his uh his his shit made into like movies and for the most part being. Oh. Not good representation. At this point, of him. I think he's just. fine you guys? you
1: guys
2: want
0: to? Oh no! Are you kidding? you guys want to hear? Do you guys, guys want to oh, no. hear? hear a fun yeah, but fact.
3: he hated it 30 years ago. I don't think he cares that much anymore. Do you guys want to hear a fun I fact? Don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, well. tell me.
2: Uh, so it be fun. the Invisible Man. So they couldn't secure the Invisible Man. Yada yada. But so based on the comics that this is based off of, or whatever, they dropped the Fu Man Chu character, right? But then, uh, then at the request of the studio, the character of Tom Sawyer was added to increase the film's appeal to American audiences.
3: (laughs) Thank God. Everyone loves Tom (laughs) Sawyer. So, like, they acknowledge that he's like. like,
2: we gotta make an American character and then just go and make the dumbest and blandest American character possible. And people ate this crap up. A seventy-eight million dollar budget made 179 million. This thing profited a hundred million. That's ridiculous.
0: It made money. <laughs> I love how they that like fundamentally adds so many scenes to include that character. I mean, no wonder it felt so tacked on. Yeah, it do- doesn't. Like, it? like,
2: he's just, like, there, and you're like, why? And he's like, well, America hears about everything, so here I am. Here you are to what? Mm-hmm. Six shooters. <laughs> I brought two For Winchesters. Reason... You want to see my Winchester? Look at it.
0: Mm. So, like, what was what was Quartermain going to play off of otherwise? Was he just going to, like, talk to himself in those scenes? Well, like, anybody. I... Nemo, probably, mostly. It was, yeah, it probably would have been Nemo. You're right.
3: That would have been much better, but, <laughs> but well, okay. I mean, he will—he really would have had play if they put in Captain Ahab. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I honestly, the, the missed opportunity to not put Captain Ahab in there, especially as a bad guy, because Captain Ahab is the most like fucking aggressively oh, also, awesome evil person ever written into a fucking. Jay, book. did you
2: realize the Reichenbach Falls are in this, which was also in a what? which was also in a Game of Shadows, the waterfall. The, oh my god, yeah, you're because, right. it, because it's a Sherlock the Holmes. Switzerland thing. Yeah, it's place like it's a yeah. Sherlock Holmes thing. I'm, I'm reading up on it. I was like, I read Reichenbach Falls, I was like, that wasn't that in Game of Shadows? Yes, it was, because it's a Sherlock Holmes thing, but that's the that's the waterfall that Sherlock tumbles with Moriarty over in a Game of Shadows. And this is also in this movie. So that's great. I love it.
0: What yeah, they do? No. Wait, they tumble over a waterfall?
3: Uh no, no, no. The waterfall is there. Oh, oh, okay. They tumble okay. over the waterfall in Game of Shadows. Yeah, okay. Oh, but, wait, um, wait, hold on. Wait, what? It, no, hold
2: on. Let me read this. So this more is... More
3: importantly, wait, you read it, it, but more importantly, what we really have to talk about here is how Captain characters. Ahab once baptized a, a a fucking harpoon in the name of the devil with blood from several of his own crewmates just so he could kill a fucking whale. Dude, we don't need the, to talk about Captain Ahab. I, that imagine guy's a what leady. he! Imagine what he'd do...
0: To take down
3: Doctor Jekyll, <laughs> imagine what he'd do to the enemy.
0: Oh my God! He yeah. once
3: said that he would gladly slap God in the face if it meant he'd stop telling. Him okay, what to do. I lied. The falls aren't oh in God. here, but they do reference it
2: because they—he's referencing his death at that waterfall when he says that man died a couple oh, years yeah. ago. I and I was born then. That's what he's referencing. Right. So he's referencing the death in a game of shadows oh. because that's—it's actually part of a—it's one of the. Sherlock books. Like so what you're saying ball.
3: in both versions he survives the fall. Yes. Yeah. And so does Sherlock Holmes. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> can we can we talk about whatever his grand dream was? Because so many times they're like, this
3: man, he has a dream. And you're like, oh, what, what's his dream? And well, he's they're, like, uh, uh that I was making a lot was, of money. Well, that was the that was when he was pretending to be that other guy, I think.
2: Hey, that was that was the <sighs> that was the only line that Dorian Gray said that like I respected like as a Just as an objective line was, I've lived long enough to see empires like rise and they all fall. There's no exceptions. I was like, that's actually a really well delivered line.
3: He's like, he's like, I don't care if Germany wins. Like, what does it mean (laughs) exactly? They can't steal my fucking power, (laughs) but they can take it away from me. He's like, I've seen. Mike is right though.
2: (laughs) That's his only comeback. (laughs) He's he's so Mike is right
0: because right before that, he he literally says take part in my dream. Yeah, he's like, you could So take even part when in he's not the Phantom of the Opera, he's still... Saying he believes. Oh my in god, dream. I forgot he was pretending to be the Phantom of the Opera a couple
2: times. Yeah, well, the Phantom, yes, yeah. the Oh god, so stupid. like he
3: was pretending to be the character from that stupid fucking musical. Oh, So stupid. I don't know why
0: all of these, like this, the anime. Both of them are like, you know, who should be in this? It should be the Phantom of the Opera.
3: And you're like, why? Well, Where but did for, you for find a long him? time, they think that the Phantom from Phantom of the Opera is the one orchestrating World War One. Well, no, they, yes, you know, as as he would do. Yeah, he's uh, got reasons. He didn't get laid that one time, you know. He didn't. He got cocked by a, a by a long haired, span normal man. person. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, he's way sexier in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that Gerard is true. Mm. No, the the oh. even sexier one. Oh. Wait, who's sexier than Gerard? The, the guy who the girl fucks instead of the Phantom. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that guy. Gerard, mm-hmm. No question. I mean, he's Spanish. so yeah. Who in who in the sequel gets drunk and broke and gambles all their money away. Yeah, that checks out. That is true. Remember that? Oh, se- now, if they reference the sequel to the Phantom of the Opera insane. in this, where he went to Coney Island, <laughs> now that now that's a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen I want to see. That would be the craziest shit. I, like, they go to Coney Island to, rec- to try to find the Phantom, and they find that he's still there. It's like, oh, no, he's still real. Like, he, he, just, he just makes clockwork contraptions for the many, many robust peoples of Coney Island, New York. I, I assume that you have, like, you're, you're probably pulling from the Lindsay Ellis coverage of this. No, I I actually heard about this before, and it's one of my favorite things of all time because it's one of the principal pieces of evidence I use to demonstrate that musicals are all shit and terrible.
0: I mean, you're pulling from that? Like, you could just point at Phantom of the Opera. I'm pulling from one of the most
3: popular and long-running musicals of all time. Yeah, but you're pulling from the second one, which is like... The sequel that sucks Donkey? Yes, I'm saying that you could do that just by doing Phantom of the Opera. It's not that good. That's true. I could also. I do just criticize Phantom of the Opera to be yeah. clear. it's just a hell of a lot more fun to criticize the sequel. It is. Yeah, I mean, where it's, they it's completely so demonstrate that they have no idea what they're doing.
0: No idea, and are completely bereft. I mean, you could also just easily do this with cats. Like, what's his face? I don't remember who did cats, but it's that really yeah, popular that guy. Yeah, that guy. And like at one point in time, he was talking to a peer of his, and I don't remember who what the peer's name is. And he was like, "So, is it about like?" the queen of england and like sort of like her fall from like power and like you kind of need to have like one more shot at it and i'm paraphrasing I-, I don't remember what he said but like he was like trying to give it like give cats a purpose and then the guy uh who made cats was like it's about cats
3: what don't you get <laughs> yeah they they and do cat th- things like uh sing crawl his look peer, at a boot
0: his peer in this interview is like and that was the last time i ever brought the topic up <laughs> like we know that this guy is a fucking lunatic if he just put this whole thing together and there's no point. Like that's another like Lindsay Ellis coverage she does on Cats that is just so good because like if you took away one song from Cats, the whole thing just like is literally pointless. And also mm-hmm. like for the most part doesn't even have like that good of songs. Like it's like it's the ultimate in what is the fucking point of a musical? And like I like musicals and like if you wanted to be shown why they're so bad at times, just watch a f- cats. Just watch any of the cats. It doesn't even matter which one. And you'll just realize that they're all just to quote our uh, friend of the pod Steve, they're all self-sucking, and it, he's totally right about that. Yeah. That and is. that has a lot to do with Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde, which is what I want to talk about next from league of extraordinary gentlemen. Um I mean, this also, like, hey, can we, like, agree that this guy is
3: just a better Hulk from the
0: Avengers? Like, his character is just better?
3: Well, except that it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and the idea that Mr. Hyde is a fucking Hulk is one of the more laughable uses of the character that I've ever heard of in my life. But, yeah, as a character, it works a lot better, because the whole point of the Hulk is that he actually does have a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde-type problem given that there's like a separate personality inside of your brain that does evil shit. It's just that the only crazy evil thing Dr. Hyde ever does or Mr. Hyde ever does is step on a prostitute too hard. So, yeah, yeah I don't I, think that I don't makes know him a, the a, a fucking dick swinging Hulk that can bench press a fucking church bell. Like, come on, where the hell did we get this idea from? It's pretty funny, though. I mean, especially that he has has to drink a potion to do it, which again is not something that exists in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, is he just like actually like schizophrenic in it or something? Well, sort of, yeah. He has like a mental disorder as far as I know. So like he doesn't
0: get buff or anything. No. No, he's he's just a dickhead. Like Man, this Dr. Jekyll, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is completely, <laughs> in my brain, it is completely
3: framed by this movie. Well, it, Dr. Like, Jekyll and, and Mr. Hyde, the, the, the original story is kind of like, um, what, what did we watch in uh, Paranoia Agent where that one lady has that like separate woman in a personality and she keeps doing stuff and, and like the personalities go to war with each other? Wait, are you talking about that movie Paranoia. With, uh... Paranoia Agent. It was the show that we watched. Oh, for yeah, the, One of yeah. the good ones. I thought you were and talking it, about the fucking Shyamalan, No, um, No, 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 no. The Paranoia Agent with the lady where her deal is that she has that other personality inside of her brain that comes out at night and works as a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. That's that a lot closer to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, where there's this involuntary... lack of control over your own body's actions when another personality takes over. But like, again, much like in this, it's, it's deeply psychological. It's, it's not meant to be like, there's a literal person in there. It's more like he turns into a monster under the right conditions because he actually is one on the inside. It's supposed to be like an allegory for Victorian society too, where when you're in the upper echelons, you put on this mask as, like, a decent human being, but secretly at night you're a debaucherous animal. And, you know, the the two can't connect. Otherwise, people would find out that you were a piece of shit. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of I... cool. And, <clears throat> and you know what else is cool? 40,000 leagues under the sea, or whatever that number is. 20. 20. 20,000. 20,000. <laughs> What well, sixty thousand leagues under the sea is my favorite. 2, I think I say
2: forty. I think I've also said forty thousand leagues under the sea.
3: Always been twenty. Be it's a hard number to remember.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's just like well, one number with it? a zero. Twenty thousand leagues. Actually, in fairness, it's twenty thousand leagues covered, like in distance under the sea, yeah. not like he is twenty thousand leagues down.
2: Is that like a gill? What's a gill?
0: I don't know. Can what's we a, get? Can we figure a, out what a,
2: what's gill, a gill is? Not. What's a nautical mile?
3: How much is a gill? <laughs> how much is a league under the sea? <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, I liked Hyde a fair amount um, by comparison to what we are given as the Hulk. But... As a
3: character, he's pretty good. I think he works. Like, well, yeah, I, I'm he not... has character yeah, and growth. Yeah! Most, yeah, Most most characters in this movie don't have any. Yeah, like Tom Sawyer's, I mean, Sawyer's growth is that he those. learns how to shoot an impossible... Ridiculous fucking distance. Yeah. And I mean, he, he okay. Probably gets to make with a, with with a fucking smooth bore like elephant gun. He probably gets to bone Mina,
2: too. That's his gross. He probably fucks Mina. He probably does something gross. I, you know, something like I said, gross, you know what I'm the
3: whole joke of Mina is that it really does seem like she's accidentally hitting on people. Like she's <laughs> compelled biologically to yeah. sound sexy, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't actually mean it. So she'll just be having a normal conversation, giving the bedroom eyes and the yeah. fuck me eyes and and the and the sultry voice tones, but she'll be saying like, "Please stop d- glaring at uh, me, Mister Sawyer." And that's I don't that's, want your cock inside yeah. me. I am a literal monster. And that's my I will transform into a Venus flytrap and snap your fucking dick off. And that's he goes. Oh my god, that's the sexiest thing I ever heard. Please, uh, like, no, wait, no, you don't understand. I have to talk this way. I'm sorry, it's mm-hmm. in the novels. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come
0: out like that, but I simply must ask you to
3: leave. That's, that's, so she doesn't have an arc besides, no, again, no. sort of speaking nicely to the guy, uh, God, what's his fucking name? Who, who gets trapped in the painting? Dorian. Uh, Dorian Gray. Where She's like, she the, the movie's trying to tell you that there's some kind of relationship between her and Dorian Gray, but she has that exact fucking, like, um that exact kind of conversation with literally everybody. Yeah. Every single person she talks to, including the crew, she says it with the fucking sultry fucking. Well, she even eyes. says it
2: to the guy with the knife to her throat. She's mm-hmm.
3: like, and
2: that's your mistake. Thinking
3: I need them to protect me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of funny, though. <laughs> oh, it that is. It's hilarious. Funny. But we're, yeah, you're right. The...
2: Like in any situation, she just talks like
3: that. That's it. The guy pulls a 1910. Pulls a knife on Mina, the vampire, who, who, as far as we can know, has all the powers of Dracula, which makes her easily the most powerful person in the group, yes. like by leaps and bounds. And so, yeah, he holds the knife to her throat. And she's like, "Yeah, you, you really fucked up. Yeah, you really and shouldn't have picked me. I, I almost sort of wish that he would have like slit her throat, and she just would have ignored it, yeah, turned yeah, around. Yeah, and yeah, killed him. Dude, That
0: <laughs> like, would have. Yeah, been really I don't
3: cool. care. Or like she tried to just like in the process of turning around, just like cut it on purpose. I mean, like, this eh, her whole whatever.
0: character is the unfortunate problem of an Otz woman that is attempting to be like both sexy as well as uh or not an Otz woman. Yeah, a character that is written probably by a man,
3: right? And right. you know, well, like, she she's just she has the ogle to be powerful, but, but she can't solve all the problems. Yeah, yeah. So they she doesn't have anything to do, and yeah, again, I think that's why they have this like super stupid doesn't exist relationship between her and Dorian Gray, yeah. where they're like arguing about immortality. It's like your immortality has nothing to do with his. They're completely separate. Your immortality is a literal curse by God slash Satan. He's just looked at a picture and is like full of himself. The only I'm, thing Dorian Gray ever does with his immortality is drink and fuck until yeah. he takes a look in his fucking like foyer again. It's also hilarious to me that she didn't know he was immortal.
0: Like, well, she is literally surprised at the fact whenever Sean is like
3: and then he lectured me. And frankly, he, she was like, what? like frankly, how did he, come on. It, if you're if, if all you know of Dorian Gray is the book, I would also be surprised by his level of immortality because no part of his story story implies that he has a rapid healing factor on top right, of it. Right, yeah, true true like he 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 could easily have had the, the wolverine problem where if he tripped down the stairs and like broke his neck all it would mean is that he wouldn't die as a head right but that's
0: not like what she reacts to like no i know he doesn't get hurt before she's like oh my god you never mentioned this while we were in bed together it's the idea that he was able to like teach sean connery and it's like okay that's how he did does you get, not He know. does get
3: stabbed in the dick and kind of walks it off. But I I, I would <laughs> forgive that were her. If permanent,
2: I'd be pissed. That's not what he I sounds would, like, I would forg- that's what he says.
3: That's exactly what he sounds like. I would forgive her if all she knew was that he was immortal, but she didn't know, like, to what extent he could regenerate. And in their fight, she really fucks him up, and he shrugs it off quite, you know, annoyingly. But, yeah, like, it doesn't... They're just trying to have a scene here and it's dumb because, again, these are two characters that can't really exist in the nar- a narrative meaningfully because they both can't die. So you can't put them in any positions where they can be reasonably contained. Like if they had blown up the little emergency submersible while Dorian was leaving, he would have just sunk to the fucking bottom of the ocean. <laughs> like, what, what was he going to do? Yeah. I mean, no, no part of having a shitty painting makes it so you can get out of that.
0: But, yeah, the, yeah, the
3: immortal uh, Wolverine solution—it's either you throw him into space or you throw him to the bottom of like the right. Mariana yeah. Trench, right. and then and he that's just what, can't move. That's that's Dorian Gray's problem, but Mina doesn't have that problem because she can literally shape shift into mist. Yeah, so yep. like, she, no matter what you do to her, you can't solve this problem. Which really just means that somebody from the actual Victorian era came up with a more intimidating and in, in, immortal villain than. Anyone in like 2020 when they made this or whatever, 1999 when they made this fucking comic book. We're doing our best, okay. We're trying. They're trying, but like Dorian Gray was quite a pick. the The, the man's superpower is bisexuality and advantage. <laughs> yeah,
2: all right. <laughs> hey, let's go. That's a good way to put it. Um.
3: Also, um. Who made Dorian Gray? Wasn't it uh, Oscar Wilde? Am I crazy, I or is that not true? I think you, I have no idea. That doesn't make sense when I say it, but I feel like it's true. It's actually Wild Oscar the Grouch. It is Oscar Wilde. It is Oscar correct. Wilde, yeah. So it's perfect because literally the only power Dorian Gray has is the same powers as Oscar, Oscar Wilde, Wilde. Which is, <laughs> being gay and rich. Yay!
1: <laughs>
3: and what a power said it is, frankly. However, again, his powers are very easily stopped by, again, I think in the book, just being convinced to look at a painting because of how much he loves himself. It's a pretty easy skill set to overcome.
2: Um,
0: well, he's not a gazelle, okay?
2: Oh, hey, wait, that's all I know. He's for not sure. a fucking anything.
0: I I remember that line above everything else since I watched this as a kid. Is I remember him saying, "I'm not a gazelle." And then I actually the thing that oh, is I wild to me not is I the remember him. <laughs> oh, not the whole bottle. Uh,
2: but by the way, I'm just gonna hard cut to that because that's one of my favorite scenes wow. in the movie. Is uh, when when um, Hyde is like Nemo, ne- Nemo, Nemo. Nemo goes what? And he goes run, Nemo. What are you like? He looks at him like run, run away, run quick. There's a big. Run! He
0: calls him there
3: first. My potion spent. that transformation scene sucks ass
2: yeah it does but i just thought it was hilarious that he just comes saying nemo and nemo was like about to get away safely and he comes he comes all the way back over and he goes what he's like run (laughs) why are you here run away there's a guy three times my size here why would you come back for me don't come Uh, here (laughs) just call him to his
0: death can Uh, we get kamala here like she will not uh... let you come here (laughs) (laughs) Come <laughs> mama. Do not come. We'll tell you not it's to come. It's me on me on a bad day.
2: I just also like that the transformation includes having a, an arm that's bigger than the other too. Even in oh, the super so big guy. It's, it's like, well, it's this is how Mr. Hyde looks in this form, so it affects every, everyone equally. Everyone has one big arm, one small arm. That's what we're doing here.
0: Every single thing that like I you can't convince me otherwise, but every single thing that has a monstrous human after 2003 I swear to God they will have one arm that's bigger than the other, like when something yeah. goes wrong, you know it always the joke <laughs> always happens, yeah, like fucking scrappy, scrappy Do. doo like scrappy doo that happens to him um also the uh the bad guy from like where Superman is actually a Soviet and they send in like superior man, he oh, gets yeah. like one short arm, one tall arm, like eventually. It just it happens all the fucking
3: time. Like when something What's, goes wrong, they always show it by one big arm, one small. Asymmetry arm. is one of the easiest ways to th- show something as being unnatural. That is I, true. I, yeah. I they usually do it yeah, with like, the face one, also, one like two, two faces. You know,
0: yeah. Oh, poor Superior Man. He just wanted to hold up capitalism. He did. That's why
3: he looks like shit. Yeah, man. Maybe he can buy more product and make himself because, look nice. Because everything that. Capitalism makes pales in comparison to what the glorious Soviet Union could make.
0: That is true. If there was one lesson I took from that was uh it turns out just make Superman have good morals and you know, by
3: that I mean put him in a communist <laughs> he country. He actually fought for everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Like I it's so funny to me that the they're like clearly trying to I don't know who wrote this. Hopefully it's
3: not someone I actually
0: like, but well, it's like, not
3: Garthenis, so it actually had some characters. UM Zoro's well, yes.
0: daddy. But like I love how the implication (laughs) here is Superman actually was really awesome. Like, he had good morals, and when given the shot, he kind of just always chose to do the right thing, except for whenever he started getting put up against capitalism. And he was like, wait, okay, so, like, I have to be more authoritarian, which ironically is, like, the actual story of the communist countries that survived, yeah. Like that's the reason why Cuba became so authoritarian. That's the reason why the Soviets—well, they they had other reasons too—but that's part of and the reason Stalin, why they became yeah. so. Yeah, but like the point still being that like there were plenty of other communist countries out there. They weren't authoritarian, and we fucking murdered them. So yeah, like. Baby. It's just hilarious that they're like, "Oh yeah, well, like Superman obviously <laughs> because he's communist would obviously become authoritarian." And it's like, no, you guys kept trying to fucking kill him.
3: So what you're actually saying <laughs> is that the story of communist Superman is that there is no communist Superman. There's only Superior Man, and he runs around killing communists. That is the yeah. I mean, that is the actual story. AKA, yeah. well, Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Because that's the whole point of Watchmen. <laughs> okay, hold on. Who is that wrote the Soviet a, Superman Not an evil Superman, it's... but an
0: American Superman. I-, I can't wait to find out this is going to be fucking Alan Moore.
1: I- it's I not it. Alan
3: Moore. There Could you been... imagine, though? No, it's not Alan right, Moore. Mark Miller. It would have been better if it was Alan Moore. I don't know who Mark Miller is. Well, sure it would have been, but he already did it. It's called
0: Watchmen. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this Mark Miller punk? He's Scottish. Hmm. I actually don't have opinions about the Scottish, but here we are anyway. Oh, he was a major inspiration for the film The Avengers. <laughs> wow! Wait, why why are you
3: asking about Alan Moore? Alan uh, Moore did not make Communist Superman.
0: No, he did not. But I was like, I could have seen him doing something similar, yeah. and J. Yeah. W. And was he, making the joke. He, had, he did. Yeah,
3: has <laughs> done something very similar in Watchmen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought not you guys were just referencing
2: men, uh, this. That's all.
3: Is okay, there anything left to talk about with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I mean, we or could go on. In reality, days, but... we could just talk about it for the first time. <laughs> what? We haven't talked about it at all. Are you sure? I feel like we've been talking about something. I feel time. like we mentioned like, like three scenes, and now we just barely got through half of the characters. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, Hollow Man. Um, does anyone want to tell me where Hollow Man comes from? Because I don't know anything about that. I is he called Hollow Man? I thought that was well. So, I, Hollow Man, I think, is a movie that came out. But like, is the Invisible Man like a thing? Well, so the I in, think the Invisible okay. Man
2: was. So, I was reading that one. Uh,
3: is it isn't it like a like a H. G. Wells movie? Yeah, so they H. G. Wells they, wrote they the Invisible get,
2: Man. They couldn't get the rights to the Invisible Man, and that's when that was right before I talked about how they added what's his face to it. Yeah, so uh, because 20th Century Fox was instead. unable to secure the rights to the eponymous character of H.G. Wells' 1897 novel, the script referred to The Invisible Man as An Invisible Man.
3: And his name was changed from oh, Holly smart.
2: Griffin to Rodney Skinner.
3: Well, that in this show, right. it says uh, that Skinner is just some random guy who stole it. Because, yeah, at least if I understand yeah, correctly... Yes. The man in the Invisible Man was a scientist yeah. who I think invented the formula to become yes. Yeah, it's exactly what
2: happened. Yes, and then this now Skinner the only Invisible
3: Man him. I know was the super recent remake uh, with the lady from Mad Men who did a really good job because in that one the Invisible Man was a guy who worked for optical research military shit and he just used it to beat his wife.
0: Oh, it's a wasn't... really good movie. Is this it's a phenomenal 2017? movie by the way? Yeah. I've I just stumbled on it while I was. It's really reading. good. That's something. Uh, I I trust it is good. I just did not expect that turn. Hey. Well, yeah, it's, he's the Invisible Man, but he just beats his wife. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's using it for good, you know. I think that
2: was rumored to get a sequel when they tried to rehash that entire saga, like Dracula, Invisible Man, and all that.
0: No,
3: that that, that wasn't part of the Dark Universe.
2: Well, the Dark Universe doesn't. Isn't happening. So. No, and it never uh, really was. Happening. It was. They said the mummy and then the dark universe. They made so. the mummy, yeah, said and maybe we is, should do something and it never did it. it. the dark universe, so it's
3: happening. The dark universe is, never uh, actually no, existed, no, existed no, aside from a photo shoot where actually they took a bunch of photoshopped people and put them in the Alan same room Moore,
2: uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No, now he's on to the dark universe. <laughs> Alan Moore didn't make League of yes, Extraordinary he did. Gentlemen. He did? Yes, that's, yes, why he I did. that's you guys what were that's what that's what we been saying
0: it. this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's, that's why really, Alan Moore is yes, up really common, different comic yeah,
2: book series of the same name by Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill. I thought you knew that. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that's why you kept talking about it. That's why I was asking. Well,
3: where's <laughs> all the cynicism? <laughs> including I mean, it probably Watchmen existed Vendetta of uh, the to, Ballad to quote, of
2: Halo Jones. Are you telling me Alan Moore
3: thing, is the one responsible for turning Jackal and Hyde into a hulk? Yes, from hell. I I don't know. To quote, to quote
0: from the That's Wikipedia, horrible. despite his objections, Moore's works for, have provided the basis for several Hollywood films, and one of them is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Holy shit. Like, I don't know what he originally did, but this is the reason why I was saying Alan Moore, like, is just, like, I feel horrible for this guy because at some point he writes good things and then Hollywood gets a hold
3: of it and maybe once they do it appropriately, like Watchmen. I'm going to have a hard time part, imagining League of Extraordinary Gentlemen being any good.
2: Well, they, yeah, they yeah, helped I mean, stop a isn't. gang I don't war know. between Fu Manchu and Professor Moriarty.
3: Jesus Christ. I mean, this could have been in his early days. I don't oh, know. And it's mean- his early days and his late days, he writes Jerusalem where fishmen rape each other. Like, I, I get mean, it. I does contextually, he doesn't- that doesn't... Are they came up with yeah, the
2: immortal Orlando. I guess that's supposed to be... Uh, like or- cow, Orlando. Or Orlando. So I guess that story in gray takes the place. Orlando Bloom?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, Is that like oh, and Oh,
2: my God. Which spans a century. <laughs> concerning a Bloom? plot by evil magicians to create a moon child that might well turn out to be the Antichrist during okay, this see, adventure now Captain daughter, You know what? I like this a lot better. Yeah, we're Katie coming Decker back around. It's introduced in some of your adventures.
3: I actually like that plot a lot better because it plays very well into that super pulpy, like, the f- science fantasy shit from the The era. final volume yeah. of
2: the series ends with an immortal Mina escaping an Earth-dominated by magical entities in various alien invasions to live out her immortal life on a space station with Orlando the Immortal, Jack Nemo, the great grandson of Captain Nemo, and a clone of Mr. Hyde.
0: <laughs> Fuck it, whatever,
3: Just dude. Mr. Hyde?
2: So, uh- <laughs>
0: A clone. A clone (laughs) of that guy. Wow.
3: This is so much better. Well, at least Alan Quartermain fucking died.
0: (laughs) Okay. According to Moore, the concept behind the series was initially a Justice League of Victorian England, but he quickly developed it as an opportunity to merge elements from numerous works of fiction into one world in a matter akin to the shared fictional universes of Marvel and DC Comics. No, Alan Quartermain doesn't die. He achieves immortality, by the way. Oh, fuck. Yeah,
3: dude. Hell Yeah. Dude, who isn't immortal? Wait, you know
0: what? This that that explains like the whole like resurrection scene at the very end because like can't yeah, Africa can't die. Yeah, Africa won't they, let them die. They luckily the be aliens be blew up Africa, oh, but they wanted they, they wanted this to be more than one movie. They were going to bring everyone back and be like, now that we've established the league, they're going to fight the actual. Oh my villain. god, I want to see that. Wait.
2: Following this, they take part in the events of H. G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god,
0: I want that so bad. <laughs> I want that really can we, bad. Can we resu- resurrection? Oh, Connor and then this follows
2: events that take place after the fall of the Big Brother government from
0: 1984. This just nice <laughs> goes. Fuck yeah! You Holy
3: know what, Alan? Shit, dude, you do whatever you want. There's not even a main character to pull from 1984. His face gets eaten by rats. Yeah, I just like that this went so
2: much harder into just pulling literary devices in for no reason.
0: Uh, then there's an Antichrist. This is great. The Antichrist is something. Uh, Plot by evil magicians to, to create, create a Moonchild moon child. that might well turn out to be the Antichrist.
2: Oh, that's Moonchild is a novel written by Aleister
0: Crowley. See how this all ties in to that
2: anime? Man, we should freaking watched, you dickheads. I still have. a real person? I'm sorry, Aleister Crowley was in the anime. Yes, it Yeah, does yeah it turns out he's a real person. Motherfucker, the,
3: the fucking whatever that anime was called, I can't even remember right now. Uh, it Has nothing, no, absolutely nothing on, nothing on the insanity <laughs> of the plot you were just. Its reading. Its plot involves so this is Moonchild though by Aleister Crowley. Its plot
2: involves a magical war between a group of white magicians led by Simon If and a group hold on, of black hold on. And, a group talk about and a group of black magicians over an unborn no. child. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, well, I mean that's that's the crazy like Scientologist basically guy. So it's that's true. Aleister yeah. Crowley writing that it just makes sense. Uh, anyway, there now, you go. Who's Orlando again? He's just an immortal. immortal. So basically, Orlando. I think Dorian Gray was put in, in place so they had like another named character, I guess. But Orlando is just—he's uh, just an immortal. He's an immortal, omnisexual member of the Prospero, Omni, and Second All right, there's Alan Moore. and mutual lover. Do not mutual lover of Mina and Alan. Oh my God! <laughs> so I guess that's why they use Dorian Gray because he was bisexual. So they tie it in. They tie it in. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
3: exactly like Orlando yeah. Bloom. <laughs>
2: They're taking the Hobbits to Isengard. Uh, I can't believe they put Orlando Bloom in. There. Lord of the Rings, full I, circle.
3: Like he was I, some kind of immortal British man. Uh, I want to read this. Dude, now. no, man. Orlando <laughs> I kind of do too. Orlando
2: Bloom and the Three
3: Musketeers. That's my favorite Orlando Bloom. I really Whoa. fucking want to read it, and it sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, see, I thought that's why you were talking about Alan Moore so much. You guys wouldn't shut that's up. That's why I was. Okay, that I makes sense.
0: I, I, I'm. I want to know Jw's headspace this whole time, being like, "Why the fuck do
3: these keep why does bringing, he keep up, bringing Alan Alan Moore? up Alan Moore. Like, This guy's
2: a mole What's going
3: on? Well, because we were talking about Russian Superman, and I thought uh, that was at least a slightly more clear connection to Alan Moore. No, it's given yeah, but the that, massive had, like, cynicism that literally Alan Moore because has for the this genre. was
2: created by Alan Moore, that's why.
3: That I just can't imagine. Like. Alan Moore's thing has always been making super, super fucking edgy deconstructions oh my God. Guys, of media. Yeah. And to tell me that he made League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the most, like... I really love the idea of a fucking superhero team up story yeah. comic so book. I,
2: I want to let you know that the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen also includes people like Alice from Alice's Wonderland, King Arthur, oh, Ariel, wow. The Art for Dodger. Like all of these people are just in there.
3: I want to see what King Arthur does.
2: William George, yeah. Billy Bunter from the. from those, <laughs> those nothing. From That's Big nothing. Brother
0: Wharton. Yeah. Oh my God. I've heard of William I, George.
3: Well, is, I, isn't he. You
0: got to remember that Alan Moore also likes comics. Well, he hates comics. No, but he like, doesn't. He
3: hates but, them. But, like, he, he's still at one everything point. Everything he's made them. since is about something very, very dark, gritty, and deconstructive. But there was a while where, like, everything he was, he's made. Where, I where get where it. was this <laughs> while? I literally didn't know that he had made anything other than that. Who, Alan Moore? I can't Moore? name is a single he, other thing.
2: Oh, Alan Moore, what else still he made?
3: Alan Moore did the killing joke. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the yeah thing that's too.
2: super fucking edgy.
3: Yeah, it is true. Like the original edginess. Wait, what are you asking about? He did Swamp Thing. What are we asking about? He did Viewer Vendetta. What else did he make that wasn't edgy? Because oh, w- I never knew a single oh, thing he made was that wasn't oh, edgy. That was not edgy. I, I don't I know what the of is. League of, Halo League of Jones Extraordinary is. Gentlemen would be the only non edgy thing I ever knew him to make.
0: Well, that's also. Including again, afterwards. We are assuming that what we are given is anywhere, even remotely close.
3: what he wrote and i'm getting the feeling that's not the case well i don't know how you make edginess out of mina and a man named orlando going to the fucking moon you can't come
0: up with how the magicians that are trying to create the antichrist wouldn't become edgy yeah
3: but that's so comically stupid especially given again that technically speaking mina is borderline the antichrist because dracula was all
0: of this shit though can sound like hilarious like if you describe to me that the ending of Watchmen is that a you know a constructed on on human Earth, alien looking creature I was teleported he was like to New he York was, City. He was, by the
2: way, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the comic went from nineteen ninety nine to, 2019.
0: to 2021. twenty yes, nineteen to yeah. yeah, twenty shit, yeah. twenty one. Holy shit, dude! I need to this. read it. Twenty years. It. I really want to read it. Uh, I'm reading it He now. wrote.
2: He wrote Lost Girls, Fashion Beast. Uh, the the apparently he made Swamp Thing like the character. The ballad yes, he did. of the ballad of Halo Jones. I don't know any of these, so I can't tell you if they he's have you he's know.
3: had several runs of Swamp thing that were very interesting. Yeah, but I think he made the character like straight up. I don't know if he made it made it or if he just has the rights to it right oh, now. substantially developed the character. So he yeah, didn't make I, it, but yeah, I had, don't like, think he hand. did. I didn't think he made it made it. But like he's the only person who's cared about that character for a long time. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, And, and he, again, like, irreparably changed how people perceive the character, because it used to be just like a swamp monster. Now it's an eco-terrorist, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, now it's... Uh, he might just, have invented the concept of the green. I don't the know green, cool. Just like yeah, a, know. A, a,
2: on the wiki, it says, uh, see Swamp Thing disambiguation. Not to be confused with Man Thing. <laughs> <Man laughs> <You> I <thing>. don't <laughs> think I was going to confuse Swamp <laughs> and Man Thing. Man, thi was crea- Man Thing was created by Stan Lee. I
3: don't like this man <laughs> what thing. Is
2: this is a large, slow-moving, empathic humanoid swamp monster. So the same thing essentially, but he's just oh, he called man thing. Jeez Louise, how lazy! Wait, is that? Alan Moore or no? Stan? Alan Lee? Moore I think I
0: think I think he no no no. I think John Constantine was made by Alan Moore. And it says doesn't it sound was right. introduced John Constantine in English English blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Sounds like it. was... Yeah, it was created by Alan Moore. There it is. Constantine first appeared in Swamp Thing number thirty-seven. It was created by Alan Moore and two other guys I don't care about. Damn, bro! Like, and Constantine's like fun. I like
3: Constantine.
0: I, I mean, I, I, I try not to like comics, but like, yeah, he's created. By I fucking Constantine. like Constantine.
3: I can't believe that fucking Alan Moore has been secretly creating all the only good characters in comic books since fucking ever.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's why like Stanley made Spider Man. I, I Some was other to dickhead say this, I don't
3: remember said made Batman, and everyone else was made by Alan Moore. <laughs> this is kind of what I was
0: trying to say earlier, is that I don't think he likes comics now, but like, you have to remember that this guy, although he's literally an anarchist, he likes the idea of drawing these characters, and he has to like fight well, that sure. fact that he likes sure. it when the entire thing is like well, based on I, fascist premises. I think that
3: he's also very much a story guy. He yeah. definitely cares about stories comic book stories specifically, and sometimes the things he makes are very impenetrable. But yeah, I understand he's been making shit for a really long time. It's just that, like, again, I had only known about the things that I had known about that have that generally been remade into movies and stuff. And I had never known of a single thing Alan Moore had touched that wasn't edgy as shit, including Swamp Thing. Because if you don't know about his run of Swamp Thing, it's edgy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really fucking okay, edgy. Okay, wait, so here's one I know about that is Maybe not edgy. League is also edgy when you actually read it. I I don't imagine I I can't imagine how, but it sounds like way, way, way back in the day he made stuff that wasn't edgy in collaboration with other people, and then he got completely disillusioned by the entire world of comics and made nothing but dark, deep seated hatred for so-
0: it. There's one comic that he made for Superman, and I if I think this is the one I'm thinking of. Uh, it's called "For the Man Who Has Everything," and it's like basically a bunch of like Wonder Woman, Batman, Robin find Superman, and he's been like overwhelmed by this alien organism, and he's hallucinating his heart's desire. And I've I think I've either watched a rendition of this or read it, and like this one's not edgy. It's just like kind of showing Superman like what he could have been if he actually got to have a happy life and yeah. like I don't think that one's terribly edgy it's also pretty like by comparison what more normally edgy, does but okay. I don't think it's I mean by comparison to what more normally does I, well I yeah there's that. no
3: rape but like it sounds edgy in the sense that it's another deconstruction of Superman as a character
0: oh well then yes I do agree with that yeah and if you're a
3: comic book fan you're gonna think it's fucking edgy
0: yeah that's because fair because they,
3: they're a fucking allergic to good story that is also correct
0: Man, it's so wild every once in a while how you, you just like get someone that really shouldn't be in the space that is in the space and that you're like, Dominates Why are you the space? Here? Well, yeah, like dominates. It. And then also, they clearly, the people consuming it, clearly don't understand it. Like, yeah,
3: whatever you do, don't at all. read the boys.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I have no intention. The, the on boys' that
3: one. TV show does is it so fine much at better. and best. And, that it's, so and mo- it's fine at best there. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Um, but like, it, it it tones down his shit a lot, yeah. And for it sure. needed to. Yeah, I bet. I, I can only imagine what the boys Nemo is River like. of Ghosts. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say that one doesn't look edgy. Uh, <laughs> There's a half naked Nazi on there. Is that what I'm looking
0: at? That is what I'm looking at.
3: I guess they get also, a whole lot liking, more old timey racist.
0: I was gonna say I'm not liking the way that those non white characters are being portrayed. I. I'm not a hundred percent on. Motherfucker, but... it's
3: from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. All right, oh, it was damn, really? it was it was 1910s England, and we didn't treat anybody with respect. All right, I mean, out of respect for Alan Moore, I would read it and then cast opinions after. But also, he might have just been like a minor collaborative role rather than the head of true. everything. But yeah, that's know, true. Maybe maybe not. Never know. Yeah, hey, don't no, meet your heroes. Think, you know, no, I'm he, sure you can fuck up.
2: It's him and one other guy, I think.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, that's what it says Kevin there you. you never know whether or not that actually means what it means Well,
2: it's cool. co-created by writer Alan Moore And artist Kevin O'Neill Oh, so he wrote yeah, it Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean, it's him I'm literally well, telling you Well, he didn't
3: draw the sexy Nazi, ah. but he did write
1: <laughs>
3: her
2: No, he <laughs> yeah, just this said, this like, is look, what the lady does
3: And Kevin O'Neill
0: fault. was like, I got uh, you, sexy Kevin. Nazi uh, I mean, Kevin. that's now we're just back to fucking cyberpunk,
3: right? runners. Kevin, I never drew her as a sexy Nazi, Kevin yeah, uh, the lolly like stays,
0: Alan Moore. Yeah, I would the really prefer stays. that the lolly
3: wasn't she al- here. She also didn't look like a lolly at all. No, but she just, you know, it looks so, young it's and so flat I think we talked about this on the day, we did. but like that's that's the typical realm of comic books where they're gonna put in something super fucking questionable. When you question it even for a second, they get super defensive and like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean?" I am like, brother, I wouldn't have thought it was that bad if you weren't so goddamn defensive about it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, I watched Cyberpunk and I don't think I maybe maybe I'm wrong. It's been like a year or so now, but I don't remember thinking she was young. I remember no, thinking nobody that does.
3: She, was, she just acts like a she's just like minorly smaller than most people and wants to have sex sometimes.
0: I assumed Isn't that she was a few years older than our main character, and our main character when we introduced to him, I think is literally fifteen.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. David's so, young. Rebecca's yeah, but like, probably older. Yeah, I, I was just like, Okay, so like she's a young woman. I don't know like what do you want yeah from me? i again just another one of those things where someone was like hey can we talk about this and they were like the lolly stage i'm like motherfucker like, oh. no one would have called her that except for you and now i have to have an even more uncomfortable conversation
0: yeah <laughs> yeah now i really want this conversation to happen look at this shit
3: oh damn there's a
0: fucking nemo trilogy you know, know what? Art-wise, I
3: think this guy and Alan Moore obviously work together a lot because this it looks exactly like the art style both from Killing Joke and Watchmen.
0: This also looks better.
3: Like oh, I, no. I don't the, this... the art style in those comics are good. I don't know. No, if you've no, I read meant Watchmen, the portrayal of the
0: characters is less sus by comparison to what we saw before.
3: Well, I I think the susiness is very much on purpose.
0: Yeah, it might be. Again, I if there's ever been an artist that I actually trust, it would be more. Like I, I it's hard yeah, not
3: to. I I understand what he's probably doing with that, which is different artist of Killing Joke. Oh, does look similar. Yeah, no, he hasn't yeah. really done anything
2: else famous. The the artist from League of Extraordinary. I mean, he I has mean, like but ones. Like not much Ones to meant know.
3: to be Victorian pulp, and like, like the Nemo covers are clearly made to look like magazine covers, basically. Yeah, like some like shit that you would pick he up at Denzel. Neme- like that's Nemesis,
2: the, the Warlock, which is something weird.
0: Brother, yeah. Or I feel like deep. I feel like Moore is one of those people that if I ever got a chance to meet them, I or meet him. I would probably be like, I don't think I should, not because of anything he's ever done, but because like what would I I possibly? (laughs) Yes, yeah. What what would I possibly like? I would walk up and be like, Hey, I think it's really cool you're an anarchist. Nice job. Like, shake his hand and then walk off. What would would our our conversation be
2: about? I have nothing to add. I know everything about him that I need to know. What's the point of meeting him? What do I do? I would have zero
3: impact on his yes. life, and honestly, I don't want to have any impact on no, his life. No, he's already doing it. Let he's got enough it.
0: impact already. Like, I, I want to hand him a dollar and have it be meaningful, but, like, it just won't be. So, like, I just... Maybe I shouldn't... He won't be...
3: need the dollar, so it's just really, it's really pretty much over for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird, because I'm sure he would probably say hi, you know? Like, I don't think he's the kind of guy that, like, if he found out that there was, like, a legitimate fan of his sitting around, I'm sure he would be like, oh, yeah, like, hey, man, it's cool. But, like, I just at that point, I don't want to encumber him. Just let the man do his thing. I, I don't know. I just feel mm-hmm. so bad about what they've done to his fucking graphic novels over the years. Because it's clear I don't think he has any control over them, right? Like that's got to be well, the no, reason why. because
3: he got scammed a long time ago. Where, um, not scammed, but he he fell for that like classic bit where some some random indie studio, quote unquote, buys the rights to some yep. of your things. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And you're, like, being published under that company. And then that company accidentally gets, like, bought up by DC, bought up by yep. Marvel, bought up by, like, Time Warner. And before you know it, um, some fucking suit in Hollywood owns the rights to everything you've ever done in perpetuity when all you did was, like, be attached to a publishing company 40 years ago. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know if you know, but they they did something similar to the guy who wrote The Witcher's series. Where like the CD Projekt Red approached him a long ass time ago and said, "Hey, we want to make something out of this stuff," and he's like, "It'll never fucking do anything well in the in the United States. Like nobody even knows I exist." So he took like a flat payment and gave them the rights to everything. So he hasn't gotten a single fucking dollar from all the massive success of the Witcher franchise. And I think Alan Moore was in a similar situation. So
0: I was reading about this at the same time you were talking. Um, <clears throat> there was an interview in 2023. During that same interview, journalist Jake Who Cares asked Moore if it was true that he divided the money he had received from on-screen adaptions of his work among the writers and other staff persons of those productions. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Also, definitely sounds like Moore. Moore Mm -hmm. replied, I no longer wish it even to be shared with them. I don't really feel with the recent films that they have stood by what I assumed were their original principles. So I asked for DC Comics to send all the money from any future TV series or films to Black Lives Matter
3: what a <laughs> fucking dude what a, oh how can god. anyone be so goddamn based <laughs> oh my god what a what fucking the, guy fuck, what a legend i don't even want the workers to have it anymore like, I like to go. this like fuck they, they clearly
0: are just selling out everything they believed in i thought they were with me but they're clearly not so fuck that like i
3: <laughs>
1: oh
0: my <laughs>
3: god <laughs> what a that's fucking so hero that's so funny that's so funny
0: I mean, if even the people thing...
3: I used to love and respect, I don't anymore. So fuck them. I'm giving yeah. it all to fucking charity. Let them burn down another police station. I'd fucking
0: come. And uh, of course, the year before, we had like his most quotable moment. The uh, which, uh, let's see here. He says, "Modern superhero movies, in general, which he has once called a blight to cinema and also to culture, to a degree." Uh he said in October twenty twenty two uh with The Guardian that the popularization of the popularization of the genre on the part of adults is an infantilization that can act as a precursor to fascism. What a oh, fucking oh, awesome I, dude. To be I honest, he's
3: been saying that since he fucking made Watchmen.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Totally. I and mean, that's the reason why his... he made Watchmen. That like, is I mean, why. Watchmen you know,
3: like, is just expressly about fascism and superheroes.
0: Yeah, it's some core shit. Like I... and America. Alan Moore is just Alamore is one of the few examples of like an author that is still yet
3: living that I'm like, oh, I like your things. Thank you. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's, I think that goes back to the thing where like if I saw him, I don't know what I'd fucking say to him, but I still think he's a fucking cool ass dude. Yeah. It's like, what do I say? Damn, awesome. Um, Because I continue to give all of your money to Black Lives Matter. I think it's hilarious.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what you're doing, you are doing it. What
3: are your thoughts on lollies, Alan Moore? He'd, his head would snap oh back, revealing yeah, the, kill the howitzer cannon beneath <laughs> and blow me to fucking smithereens. I don't want to die. And he'd be right I to would, fucking yeah, do it. And
2: well-deserved, well-deserved.
3: I'd clap on my way to hell.
2: Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Well, this was a blast.
0: Anything, anybody,
3: uh,
2: any final parting thoughts? I can't Alan, believe, you...
3: I have so much more and less respect for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
0: <laughs> and, and on the offshot, Alan, you ever hear this, uh, I, I will never say hi to you, I swear, but uh, just know <laughs> that I appreciate
3: that you exist. And, there will uh, never be a situation in which the two of you I are forced to acknowledge each I other's souls on the material plane. <laughs>
0: i yeah, I don't even want like a great Gatsby moment, you know like i don't want like the green light in the night. I want him to like I assume my presence will not <laughs> help
3: his life. I, I want reach him to have out a and grasp life. the air in the light of Alan Moore's fucking wizard beard <laughs> the 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 idle green stank that is the fucking uh swamp thing attached to his chin. <laughs> I yeah I just he's the, like to, to just touch on it again I feel like he's
0: the kind of guy that is probably just so given up on the rest of the world that I'm like I'm scared if I say something wrong to him he'll just kill himself so like maybe <laughs> I just like don't get close to him that's and why then you make sure the thing you up. say
3: makes him kill you instead <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe like, that is for the best right Lolli? my sacrifice for Mr. Moore what do you think about yeah, you Lolli? lean in you're I'm like dead? you can okay. kill me I give my life if it means you'll continue to make things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: cycle of life continues. I will die. Alan Moore will live.
0: <laughs> Honestly, you know what? Probably worth it. Uh, like, I, I missed uh, I missed fucking Ursula K. Le Guin by, like, a second. Like, I got into her stuff just after she died. And it was the same thing with Bradbury. Like, just after he died. And Moore is,
3: like, I feel like the, the one author I can cling to to be like, please. <laughs> Please live. <laughs> Please. I feel like they. The funny thing is, is there's nothing like about his work that is impossible to adapt. It's just no, rich no, people I mean... being shitty. So, like, I think that there probably will be a time in our lives where someone makes an adaptation of something he makes that is just good.
0: And you know who's gonna do it? I, I don't. It's don't gonna, gonna be a twenty four.
3: I don't think it's gonna be a twenty four. You don't think?
0: I feel like if I don't think a twenty four has any interest in making a fucking Swamp Man movie. <laughs> Well, no, I don't. I didn't really mean it like that. I meant like they'll do an
3: adaption that is clearly pulled from his work while it's not nah, necessarily the same thing. I don't think it's their thing to do that. Okay. I think far more likely they would get, they would probably get a small indie horror director to do it, but they would make like, they wouldn't make it a big budget thing. It wouldn't be A24. Yeah, yeah.
2: Probably Bloomhouse. Bl- well, they, sm- they, they want a small budget. That's what Bloomhouse does.
3: True. I think A24 is closer in that case just because it's not going to be a horror movie. But, like, I get it. Like, if they made The Lighthouse, but based on Swamp Thing, I could see that being A24. But that, I don't know. I don't know who would do it. I don't know who would want to. I don't know who would want to see it. Because the irony is that all the greatest things he's ever made already have it has an adaptation. And a ruined one. And you, you goddamn know they're not going to make another V for Vendetta. Because that shit got ruined. Yeah, they and that's
0: actually his best-reviewed movie. Like, of all the things that he is involved with that got turned into a movie or a show, Viva
3: Vendetta is at the top. Probably. And the irony is that it's probably the one that spits most in the face of the original premise. I'm too scared to read the original.
0: Read because, it. Like, to, uh, no, no, I will What the eventually. fuck do you think is going to happen? Um, well, so the reason why is... Here's because here's what you're going
3: to find out. Is that at the end of it, there's no, like, oh, maybe, maybe he was the good guy the whole time. No, there's none of that. He's a real fucking anarchist. He's a real fucking liberator, and he's a real person who actually has a motivation that makes sense beyond "I got superhuman problems for powers from super prison." Well, that's probably better
0: than you. It's much better. I mean, I've been told many times over by Steve that he's like, buddy, you're going to be sad because of how bad they murdered your boy. And like the reason why I cling to it is just because like V for Vendetta was when I watched it like in high school, you know, that was the first movie I remember watching and going, oh, shit, movies can be like good. And obviously, like, I don't feel the exact same way about it as i did then but i was like oh the, every time i watch this i can find like another thing about it that is like telling me something and like well, it rewards absolutely me for you
3: should read v for vendetta then because you're gonna have the same experience only now you're gonna have that same experience knowing everything you know about geopolitics well yeah yeah that's Th- fair so like you have nothing to ruin but things that were always bad Oh shit! You're doing
0: a Marx thing. Hold on. Now I have to uh, to read. You have it.
3: nothing to lose but your chains of of Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh no.
0: And For I mean, Natalie.
3: I I get it. It's, it might sound like you're losing something, but you're not. No,
0: no, no, no. I'm gonna read it eventually. I um I actually I'm really excited. or are not excited about it, but like years ago, uh, a person I don't even interact with anymore, um, got me like a first edition copy of it, which kind of feels dirty when you think about what Viva Vendetta is. But it was still this really cool thing, and like. Even, um, I'll eventually read it. It's just, like, it's one of those things that you, when, when you, like, attempt to do something that tests you, there's always a bit of hesitation. Because you're, like, you're putting yourself up against, like, uh, like something that's on a pedestal, you know? Brother, it's a comic book. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's also Alan Moore, who's extremely good at this stuff.
3: And, you're just like, gonna read some really, really good anti-fascist storytelling. Yeah, it's uh, again, not like I'm not the best literally fucking thing afraid of it. Like it's okay, just good because you sound it, like it.
0: I, it's just there's a reverence about, um, about basically just seeing how far your perspective has come. You know, like yes. there were plenty of books that like I read as a conservative shithead when I was a kid that if I would read it again now that I'd be like horrified that I ever thought this shit was real. It's sort of like that, but in reverse. You know, you just like it kind of shows you how far you're come, and it's just an undertaking that. You know, is isn't you're it's not like you just sit down and read. again. I don't actually think I'm wabi sabiing, but wabi sabiing okay. in the sense that me, you're
3: you you're making me. this this experience into something way more than it's going to actually be.
0: I think that's just, just called romanticization. It's just if a you cool want, story. we can just keep blending words together into a blender, and you can just drink them and assume everything tastes like vanilla. I guess so,
3: because I'm not going to come when I read V for Vendetta first edition. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and I'm also probably not going to come when I read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I will be very entertained, I expect.
0: Oh, I'm going to have fun with that. when I, I do can't read wait that, for
3: that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pirate it in a minute because I don't want to <laughs> give any dollars to Black Lives Matter, I guess.
0: I mean, I doubt he's getting paid for it. Like, the, that, I, I those would are the films that you doubt know? that. Yeah, so, I know.
3: That ain't happening. Well, I assume he makes money off of the other things that he makes. I mean, he did make them.
0: He, yeah, I mean, he clearly does have some rights to them. But I can't I imagine he doesn't
3: make money off the killing jokes like comic book sales. It's just probably that's going to pale in comparison to a movie. Did you watch the the Watchmen series, by the way? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's yeah. completely First different. Half was really good. It's completely <laughs> different and not at all connected to the Alan Moore property. But it's very fun because it's again partially about what Watchmen was always supposed to be about, which is American fascism.
0: Yes, yeah,
3: agreed. So, like, just the fact that it's about American fascism, despite the fact that it's tone and setting and everything is completely different, and the way it uses the characters is completely different, it's... It feels like it has more in common with Alan Moore than the fucking, um, what's-his-face movie? Zack Snyder film. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fair. So, like, at the end of the day, I, I... well, whatever. It's ending like, pretty rough. The, the ending is is not what I feel like was the most important change. The the most important Wait, change... Wait, no, 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 not the Watchmen. I, sorry, I meant the, the, the series, the a show. The TV show. Yeah, no, I, I understand. No, oh. I, I'm fine with the ending. I don't think oh, the I, ending I was the was most good. important. It's fine. It's not, like, great, but the, the whole point of it was... It's about American fascism, and at the end of the day, being that, like, there's always another... Like I thought, I took the ending of the Watchmen TV series to mean that, like, fucking Doctor Manhattan's powers are now in the hands of a cop, and that's not a good thing. That's still American <laughs> no. fascism. Yeah, I don't think that like the show was nearly as libby as it came off as being, because I think oh, it yeah. actually was rather interesting how it portrayed certain aspects of like liberal fascism.
0: Yeah, wait, wait, I I agree with you there. I. Right. I for what it's worth, the things I didn't like about the show was more that it just rushed itself through the last few episodes and lost a lot of its tone and like message. But like, it lost.
3: A, I don't think it lost its message because I think it ended on the ultimate ending being that America can never escape American fascism as long as cops are in charge.
0: I'm fine with that read. Yeah, I, I think it lost more of its tone than it lost of its message. But
3: yeah, the last couple minutes, like, I get being lo- really weird and disconnecty. But like. At the very least, the final like liquidation of of a presidential candidate was a pretty fucking on tone and on. That message, was fucking so. funny. I love yeah. that <laughs> shit. That, that was awesome. If I gotta put up with four minutes of a lady drink eating an egg raw out of her refrigerator, that's whatever. That's I'll live. I also wish they would have just like showed her try to step out the water and fall right through and just like fucking get nothing. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Eat shit. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Watch League as the producer Watch said. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm-hmm. yeah. and apparently have the most entertaining ride comic-wise of your life. <laughs> as they go as vampires go to the moon.
2: Uh, well there we go. That's uh that's the the beautiful bonus episode. Oh, uh, I'm voting or- for League. So Oh yeah, we're all I all vote voting.
3: for League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen. I actually vote for uh, uh, lost in a dungeon the, the the X-Files A battle sim of mm, something, something. True the 4th X-Files season that never that only aired on the CW Philly with old uh old Scully god dang lucky you uh anyway all right what a pool that was a blast
2: uh next week uh, we're probably going to do a game show of sorts um, yeah because, the, uh, this, the, is note the show. this is the pen 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 ultimate uh, episode of uh, what's to come so uh we're gonna have fun and play a game show of who can remember the most about now guys i do want to say this and i want to have it on record are we going to just not study whatsoever for this game show it's no, no we, we don't get good, good. The, no. just making sure point. it's on yeah. record now honestly like you guys
3: are it. taking it more broadly than i needed it to be all it, all i needed it to be was Ethan versus his own
1: notes.
3: (laughs) 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 That could have been all that it was. Yeah, but But we wanted to to include right. It includes one other person, but like Mike could have been the one to set it up. It it didn't matter. But I think we're gonna have it where the producer runs the questions and uh, everyone else tries to answer. But like it doesn't matter. All that matters is that we're gonna read the notes. They're not gonna make any fucking sense. We're gonna get to reminisce about anime that we watched and cringe and tear out our fucking eyelids and then. Yeah. Ethan will never come back. Yeah, hooray! That's true.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, well, and you'll abandon all of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks. For I, that. I hate all of my listeners uh, equally,
3: and I do too. But I'm still here to
0: torture you. Yay. He quit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And really, do you want a, a dad that walks out, or do you want a dad that like hates you and tells you every day? As and a that's man, a really right. as a good, good man point. Who had right. a dad <laughs> that
2: walked out. I'd rather be hated. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there you go. Join us, join Ethan's next... going out
3: to get milk. <laughs> join us next time on Crappy Enemies.
2: <laughs> God dang it, Ethan! Not twice in one lifetime. That's rude. <laughs>
3: God
0: Sorry, Dang Sorry. it
2: uh, Anyway <laughs> That was
0: a fun it's episode It's that really nice shit though You know it's uh, high protein No sugar goods. We'll see you next Fair time Fair life Bye Sponsored by Fair Life Bye bye
1: Bye bye You
0: and that itchy trigger
1: finger When you gotta go brother You gotta go Itchy